Hey family, welcome back to The Pressing Place. This is the place where we talk real faith in a real life. And really, it's the podcast you didn't know you needed. So welcome to episode three. Today, we're going to be talking about a couple really important things when we're talking about overcoming fear. That's definitely going to be the point that we're going to make today. So as I said last episode, we have our list that we're going to go through. And here are just a couple of things that's on our list today. So I have some announcements that I want to give you guys. And then we're going to talk about um, the reunion retreat that I went on. It was so good. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to give you guys my review of the retreat that I went to. Um, And then also we're going to talk about my biggest fear that happened this weekend. Okay, my biggest, biggest fear happened this weekend. And we're going to talk about it because it's very relevant and you guys need this for real. And lastly, what we're going to end up doing is we're going to talk through um, the four P's of overcoming our fear um, as women in faith because we got to get the instructions from somewhere, right? So let's get the instructions on how to uh, get over our fears. And um, then I'm going to end with our push point. And we'll be done. Episode three, okay? So get ready. All right. Our announcements today. So the first announcement is I have a new uh, platform for our podcast. So I realized like my personal page is a lot obviously about me, my personal life and my children, my family and all the things that, you know, I love. And so I have that page, but I thought I needed another page to um, really help encapsulate everything that goes into the podcast and give women a place just to come to just specifically see about the podcast. So the new social media page for this podcast is going to be at sign pressing plays dot pod. Okay, that's the Instagram for this page. Feel free to go over there, like, save things and just follow all the things you want share that page also with any other moms um women women in faith that you know that need the encouragement so please feel free to go do that there also that i'm on my personal page i have tiktok i have youtube obviously i have instagram so please feel free to go um over to those social platforms and get connected that's what we want to do. My uh, One of my specialties is connecting communities. I want to help build healthy communities everywhere I go, wherever I touch. And that's like moms, children, relationships, families, things like that. And so please get onto my social media so you can get inspired and connected and get closer to your own goals. So that's our first announcement there. Also, I said this on my last episode and I'm still looking. I want to find some awesome maybe small businesses like whoever wants ad space on this podcast because this is going to be the place that we can find and push our own um products our own people our own businesses that we have so if you know someone that is a small business that's really out there doing their thing and would like like a little cheap cheap ad space to kind of help push their um business feel free to message me on any of those platforms and let me know and i will be happy to try to reach out and connect So you can definitely do that there. Also, you guys, I have to tell you, there's going to be a specific sound you hear. Um, That specific sound is going to be time for the push point. And the push point is the thing that I love to leave you with. 
It's um, the thing we take away. Um, and so I want you to stick around for the push point so you kind of fully get an idea of what we're trying to grasp in each episode and why it's kind of like the thing that I want to drive home for you um, when it comes to the end of our, our push point, the end of our episode. Um, yes, so let's get started. The first thing on our list, okay, is the reunion retreat review. Okay, so let me just back up just a little bit. This past weekend, October 14th to the 16th, was um, a woman's retreat that I signed up for like earlier this year. And I was so excited to do it because the people who hosted, who are hosting it, um, are my favorite. They're like my total favorites. Um, and so it's my mentor, Rainy Thompson, and her um, sister, uh, cousin-in-law, which are like best friends, Tiffany Thompson. And they run a page on Instagram called Your Favorite Aunties. Now, it's just, it's goals because it's this chit-chat aunties that are telling you the truth, giving you the love, and just being awesome. So, if you want to go over and follow their page, it's for men and women, but it just was first a women's retreat to start. Um, It's you are favorite aunties on Instagram. So find them, connect with them. These women are amazing. They tell us their life, um, their life um, goals. They teach us how to get to our goals. They teach us about boundaries and respecting ourselves and what things look like as moms and as women that are maybe in the business place that don't necessarily want children. There's just a great dynamic they have there because Raimi is the mom um, mom auntie and she's the one that's going to give you like marriage tips family tips and um things like that and like home home care tips and tt tiff is like the auntie that don't have kids doesn't really want to get married but loves like traveling so we get a wide spectrum when it comes to your favorite aunties and i knew like that i wanted to go on this retreat uh, because growing up they were like my favorite aunties we're all sitting around having conversations and stuff like that so their live streams that they do every week are like 30 minutes long just jam-packed full of good stuff and we do things like chit chat and face mask where we're all you know at our own houses and do they have like sponsors who do their face mask stuff and tt's really into uh, makeup she has an mua page i'm pretty sure you can find it if you find your favorite aunties get connected there. She does makeup and traveling. Raimi does teaching and equipping women, and it's just amazing. So you want to get connected if you are looking for that kind of community because it was life. Um, and so I grew up with them, but as an adult woman, I'm like, I definitely need that. So they hosted their very first reunion retreat, and I was so excited and honored to be a part of that. And so my my top favorite moments, my top five favorite moments from the retreat. Um, okay, wait. Before I go into my top five moments, let me just give you an over idea of what the retreat was in type, entailed. Um, so the retreat was like sessions and we're eating together, we're talking, we're um, doing hard work, we're doing homework, you know, we're like not only doing that, but then having time to chill and just like be with like-minded women. And just, it was an amazing, amazing time. The food was spectacular. Not just because my husband came through as one of the chefs. You know, my boo, he could could cook. Um, So it wasn't just that, but the food was great. We had brunch together at the end. We had yoga as one of our sessions and everything. So it was a lot of thoughtful um, pieces and parts that went into 
this um that went into this retreat and I was really excited to be a part of. Anyway, so overall it was amazing, amazing. I'm definitely gonna be there next year. Um, and so my top five moments at this retreat. Number one, when I told you we had sessions, um, my favorite session was the yoga session. And we had these shirts that were all so cute. They were the same shirts and they said, I'm as strong as the woman next to me. Um, and that's so empowering, you know, to be in a space where you're like, yes, let's connect. Um, and so the yoga session was really soothing. It was, a, um, it was early Saturday morning and it was really soothing. The retreat was only three days. So they got a lot of things jam packed in there. And while we were doing yoga, we had to like, um, think through like all of our, um, anxieties and our worries, what made us happy. We thought through a lot of things and we got to take notes in our in our um, journal and everything. So number one, yoga session was awesome. And that was my first top five moment. My second top five moment was um, our brunch. So we did a brunch where we wore all white and there was like baby's breath on the table. It was really cute. Um, and of course the menu was nice. It was like um, turkey bacon and there was fried fish and there were eggs and um, it was like even a strawberry salad. It was so good, girl. I was like, ah, bougie, so nice. So I was really excited to be there and to have that on our last day. Also um, for the brunch, we had like these really cute like cocktails they named certain cocktails after their aunties it was really fun and thoughtful i really enjoyed it um number three we had what they called coffee and combos now that was supposed to be a 5 a.m um Ramey is a morning person that was supposed to be 5 a.m early thing but we were all up so late that we stayed up late and just talked and you know had a lot of conversations around like really late times so we were laughing because we didn't wake up for coffee and combos, but our actual nature was kind of more like cocktails and combos at night. So I was really like so happy that I didn't have to wake up that early to have a good conversation. And it worked out. It worked out really great. Um, number four, my fourth favorite thing about this um, reunion retreat was our swag bag. Okay, this swag bag was so cute. Um, and they had face masks in there. And of course, I just I just was telling you guys about my new face care. And if you haven't seen it, please go on YouTube, watch my video about God still answering my prayers and throwing me some free face care like through a complete God sighting. So go on my YouTube and check that video out. But um, there was face products in there, you know, TT got to hold us down with the face products. So that was great. And um, face mask. And then we had a couple notebooks with some really bomb pens. And if you know me, you know, I love me a good pen. Okay. Love a good pen on a cute little notebook. And it was, it was awesome. Um, so I, they had some collaborated, um, some collaborations and like sponsors to get those things for us. So it was really great. Cause I know that the face products are high end products and they just got me like in, into my skin, which is really what I wanted to do, um, through that time. So my last, um, top five moment of the reunion retreat with your favorite aunties, uh, was our chit chat and face mask time. It was so fun being able to put our face mask on 
and ask TT all the questions. Usually, when we do chit chat and face masks, we're um, online. So they are going live to their whole audience. And we have our own face masks at home. They usually do a giveaway, which I have won in the past. Okay? I won my favorite face care from them. And, um, Usually it's like that, but this time, because we were alive and in person, we got to do our face mask together, and then we got to just ask TT all the questions about face care, and this, that, and the third, and makeup, and all this stuff, and she loves answering those questions, so that was really fun. So, before I wrap up this topic on our list, I want to just let you know, go and follow your favorite aunties, that's on Instagram, it's you are favorite aunties go and follow if you're a woman especially women i mean yes men too you know get in there but women if you're a woman and you're looking for a community or you're looking for someone that just has it has a little bit more together than us that's okay go ahead and follow your favorite aunties because they are bringing the family reunion together okay yes they are bringing it together so Topic number two. Topic number two on our list today is my biggest fear. Okay, well, let's get serious. Whew, let's get serious because let me just, I got to tell y'all the story. I got to tell you the story. So, of course, I'm at the retreat. I just told you guys I had a fantastic time. But if I'm reversing just a little bit, um, I had decided to go to this retreat a long time ago. Girl, I got on a payment plan because how, how many of y'all know there's stuff we want to do? But if we're not on a payment plan or we don't have a little coins on, on the event or to like book us, we ain't really doing it. So I was on a payment plan, you know, just giving them a little bit of the cost every month until the event. And so that's how serious I was about going. And um, I really felt it in my heart like I have to go to this. Um, a little more backstory is I've been just feeling really burnt out at work. And like trying to put in boundaries in place so that I don't get too burnt out and I can actually have life for my family afterward. So I was just kind of doing that um, and getting ready for the retreat. It was perfect timing. So I knew I was supposed to be there. I knew this is an opportunity for me to take a moment to pause and to breathe and to get filled up before I go back into my like life. And so the first night, right i'm there ladies i'm there i'm enjoying it we're having all the things we were in the pool like right away and then we just did this really fun activity to get us like ice breaking and it was great um i enjoyed it um i went all the way to the end of the day you know just kind of like not talking to my husband too much just kind of like give him like oh i'm good we're doing good how are you guys doing how are the kids you know that kind of vibe so by the end of the day, we're wrapping up our sessions. We're just kind of like getting ready for what's next the next day. And then um, I decided, let me call my husband. Let me call Joe and just see how he is. You know, it's the end of the night, 1030. Nobody should be really doing nothing. There should be nothing going on. So I um, go and I call him. I step away. I call him. And um, I call him once. He doesn't pick up. I'm like, fine, whatever. We got three kids really could be anything so I call him twice he doesn't pick up and I'm like okay I'm not gonna get crazy again that's fine so I text him no he after that he texts me and he's like oh give me a second and I'm like okay I'll give you a second so I'm like let me just look at his location you know whatever make sure everything's cool 
And I know, don't judge me. I know y'all be looking at their location. That's okay if there's no judgment and we're not being crazy. We just share locations and it's very healthy for my marriage. Do do what, do what y'all do. This is what we do. We're very cool with that. So I checked his location and his location popped up that he was in the ER. And I'm like, okay, like, why is he in the ER? This don't make much sense. It's 1030 at night. Like, maybe... It's a freak accident, and his ping is showing me that he's at the ER, but he's really not. Like, whatever. It could be that. Fine. Whatever. So, I text him back, and I'm like, why are you at the ER? Question mark. <laughs> he doesn't respond. He just calls me, and it's a FaceTime call. He's, like, so close to the camera, but I can still see behind him. He's definitely at the ER, ladies and gentlemen. And so, immediately, my heart starts pounding. And I'm like heavy breathing, like, okay, what is, what's going on? What's happening? And you know, like sometimes when I get like anxious and worried, my voice goes down and I'm like, all right, what, what's going on? And I'm trying not to be overly emotional. That's totally me right now. So I'm like, all right, what's going on? What's going on? And he's like, well, first, I just want you to know everything's okay. And I'm like, everything's okay? Like, you're still in the ER. How is everything okay? But that's the first thing he starts with, babe. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. But Caleb, who's our oldest son, he's six, was riding his bike in our neighborhood, and he got hit by a car. Now, I'm like, immediately tears. Immediately tears heavy breathing i'm like what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean what happened he said babe she, he said babe she's he's fine he's fine he literally only has a broken wrist and he's in the splint right now the doctors are getting him a splint right now and i'm like well what happened and i'm asking a million and one questions trying to figure out what happened to my baby and of course it would happen on the night that I decide to go get filled up. And so I'm having all these thoughts. I'm having all of these thoughts and feeling like, Lord, what is going on? This this can't be real. So I'm like trying to calm down. I'm breathing, trying not to like get too anxious. I'm breathing and breathing and trying to calm down. And um, I see my baby on the other side of the phone. So I try to pull it together like, babe, you're doing so great. You're just so great. Look at you. Try not to be emotional, but it was so difficult. And I'm like, this is nuts. Like, why would it be the night that I go, the first night I go off to get filled up is this experience that happens. And I am just like, it's my biggest fear. Guys, if I can be honest, it is my biggest fear to be off doing something for myself. You know, we talk about it as moms, we gotta do things for ourselves. We gotta invest in ourselves and pour into ourselves. And of course, I want to, but it's like, okay, I knew I was supposed to be here, but then my biggest fear happens like this, where I'm there, something happened to my kid, I'm not there with them, and I can't be there with them because I'm, you know, occupied. And so it's just like all the things, my biggest fear, folks, it just totally happened to me. So as my biggest fear is happening, I'm like, okay, this is, this is crazy. Like I have to just try to like get even, like get even, like I have to like slow down and just kind of reel it back in. Cause I knew I was supposed to be there and I knew my husband was capable of doing it. Like, by the time I got to the, like, phone call about the ER, it was 1030. 
and he told me like we've been we've been in this ER for two hours already like <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that you I had answers for you because I know you was gonna have questions and this is my husband knows me thank God look at God he's so good he knows me because I knew like I wouldn't need all the answers and he was like I just I'm not gonna call her until I have the answers so that was like that was the story of my biggest fear happening so now I'm at this place and just real quick like I have um, had a struggle with anxiety since probably after college um, and it was just like I mean different things that were triggering for me like certain like just so many things that were triggering for me around that time that um, just kind of lead me into anxiety and I but I've been doing a really great job and um, just really trying to re rely on the Lord and also get things from my therapist that will help me through anxieties that I've, I've been struggling with. And so if I can just throw a definition out there for us, like anxiety is our mind and body's reaction to stressful, distressful, uh, dangerous situations. And it's totally normal. It's totally normal. Like, of course, like hearing this event, like, yes, I have a sense of uneasiness. I have a sense of distress, like all of that with this specific event. And so having anxiety over things that are obviously a huge deal is important. It's, I mean, not important. It's, um, it's normal. So I just want to say that real quick, if I can just throw that out there. So understand that as I'm going through this, I know that this isn't anxious for me. I know that this is like triggering in a in a in a place where i'm like i like i just didn't expect this to happen <laughs> you know and so that was really really tough for me so the first thing i did after i got off the phone with my baby babies with my husband and my and my son um is i cried and i really cried i like did a gut cry the ugly cry the snot the tears everything i was so whew, i was so distressed um, and so like anxious in that moment, I was just like, Lord, how can this even be happening? You know, even though I had the comfort of knowing my husband was there, I still, you know, had this, had this moment of like, God, like, I just really wish I was there. And so I cried a lot. And then after I cried a lot, <laughs> I had to pause. And like in the moment that I paused, I realized like, wow, like God, you really, protected my child like I know he has a broken wrist and like that sucks but in reality this situation could have been way worse like it could have been way worse he has no bumps he has no blood no no scratches nothing only except the broken wrist and I had to take a moment to pause and be like okay Lord like clearly it could be worse so thank you God that it's not worse Right. I had to have that real moment of like, all right, thank you, Lord, because it could have it could have turned a different a different direction. And I don't know how I would have been because just by the broken wrist, I was upset in all the things. Um, so the next thing after that, after I had to pause and just thank God for, you know, protecting my kid in the fullness of what he did. I um, had to listen to my worship music, y'all. I did. Like, I'm a person that's about the vibe. I'm about the mood. I'm about, like, music and just, like, making sure that my mind is just, like, protected. And so I just took a moment and just listened to some worship music. 
just chilled and like allowed it to like put my walls down because after the initial shock of what happened I was like wanted to get fearful and just pissed and just mad like why wasn't I there if I was there blah 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 but then God's like revealing to me in this time of like worship music and relaxing and trying to like decompress and release it he like revealed to me like sis you just want to be in control of everything and I'm like ooh, you right you are so right like that is if I were there if I were there if I were there but the truth is if I were there uh-uh I probably would have caught a charge okay <laughs> I probably would have caught a charge with the lady in the car and mind you it was a pickup truck I'm like I would have easily caught a charge but my even tempered husband he just wasn't that and so for him to be there it just it was it was almost divine timing that it had if it had to happen that joe was there and i was not because who knows what would have happened with me but in that moment of listening to my worship music and just trying to decompress i had to pause and just say okay like lord bring my walls down like what's really happening here like please please i need to know what's happening like what can you what can we work on now that i'm here and i'm in this space this retreat being like I, I came here to decompress. I came here to empty. I came here to work on things. So yeah, now God's like, you gotta work on things, baby. Here we are. <laughs> you know, so I'm not, it was it was hard, but I did stop, pause, and listen to my worship music and try to get myself recentered after that. And the last thing that I did um, in kind of this initial two hours shock situation was um, I called Rainy upstairs. <laughs> I texted her like, can you come upstairs real quick? I was so honored that she was hosting the retreat and she was there to um, help me through. Like she's my, been my mentor for a lot of my life, my whole adult life so far. But yes, since I was 14 years old, I talk a little bit about that in my introduction episode. So if you don't know me, go back and listen to the introduction episode because um, that's really gonna help you get an idea of who I am, where I've come from, and why I'm even qualified to be your press coach. So please know that. So anyway, I called her upstairs and she did all the things, like all the hugs, like what happened? Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I'm so sorry, I'm so glad he's okay. And she pointed me back to God. Now, if you're a woman under the sound of my voice and you don't have a mentor, or a therapist, or a, we call it a big godly person, a BGP. If you don't have that, you've gotta find it. Because there's gonna be many times in your life where you don't have the words, you don't remember God's character, you don't remember how this situation could be helpful, and you need someone that's gonna point you back to the Father. So please, go find that person, pray about it, let God reveal who that is, because you definitely need a person to do that for you. So she was like, Fee, let's not forget who God is. Like, let's remember that he's a protector, he's a provider, and if there's anything that's gonna happen in your son's life, God is gonna be in control. And so I needed that at that moment. And so I, I encourage you, if you don't have that, get that. Because she brought me right back to God and reminded me of who he is. So that was my crazy big fear, biggest fear happening um, this past weekend. So obviously, it's not. I'm not going to leave it there. I'm not going to leave it there for y'all and just be talking about my juicy moment of my biggest fear and my sweating and worriness. I'm not going to just do that to you. What I need to do is, as well as tell you guys a story, 
is give you the four P's to overcoming our fear. Now, like I said many a time before, we are not gonna let our hardship win, okay? Our hardship is not gonna have the last say. We know that we serve a God who's in everything with us, who's there with us, who's going before us, who's around us, behind us. So we're gonna take access that we have to the Lord and we're gonna actually use it in real life, folks. <laughs> it's not just gonna be something we read in our Bibles. It's not just gonna be something that we see on the internet and we're like, yep, like, tag, uh, share, comment, subscribe. We ain't doing that. We're actually gonna live it out. So if you're on this live stream or you're on this podcast and you're saying, I need to overcome my fears, baby, you are in the right space. Because as women and men of faith, we need to band together and figure out how do we overcome our fears. Because that's going to be the thing that catapults us forward. Imagine that. You living in a world with um, no fear. And that's what God wants us to do because there's so much places in our Bible that says fear not. And like, you know, things of that nature that we read over and we don't even think twice about because it's like, yeah, we know fear not, fear not. But what, until you're actually in fear, like you, <laughs> you will pretty much just not know what to do unless you are preparing for it. So let's get our, let's get our notes out. If you're taking notes, this is a perfect time to get um, your pen and paper because we're going to go through these four points of how to overcome your fear, the four P's. And um, I also have some scripture references for you to help uplift you in those times um, that you need it. Okay. And please trust those times do come. So our four P's to overcoming fear. Number one, the first P is praise God. Okay. Praise God. And the scripture reference for that, um, for that point is 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. And that scripture just says to us, give thanks in all circumstances. Okay. When you look that up, it just says, give thanks in all circumstances. Now, obviously in my story, I told you guys like, okay, I'm going through all this stuff. I feel like, wow, my, my, I'm told my son got hit by a car, that it's not bad. It's mild. Like it could have been different. That was my moment to pause and thank God. Now, I could have been in a tunnel vision like, Lord, you didn't protect him at all because he has a little wrist hurt and all this. But in the truth of the matter, it's like, no, my son's breathing. He's living. I need to thank God and praise God for what is the good thing about this. What is the light at the end of the tunnel? Like, my son's alive, and that's the goal, to keep these kids alive, <laughs> you know? So I had to pause and thank God for that. So the first P to overcoming our fears is take a second to pause and to praise God for what we see is, our, is the good thing in our circumstances. The second P to overcoming our fear is to pace with God. We're going to pace with God. And the scriptural reference there is Psalms 46, verse 10. And um, the scripture reference, if I can just be quick about it, it says, be still and know that I am God. So you want to pace with God. If God is saying, be still and check for his presence, like, or he's saying, be still and know that he's God. We have to take that up in moments of fear. We want to go at the speed of God. One of the things that I've heard someone say to me, like, Godspeed, you know, like, do this in Godspeed. And I love that because we're always in our own speed. How many of us, we get to places where we're just going as fast as we can or as slow as we can, and we're just 
either overthinking or we're not thinking enough. Like, take it out of your own pace. And we're going to pace with God. Be still and know that I am God. So powerful. That's the second P. Our third P to overcoming our fears is the presence of God. And that should have been the first, the first one. <laughs> that the presence of God, like having the presence of God in any space is so important. It is like changing. It's life changing. So the presence of God being um, obviously the thing that takes us into the next space. It takes us into the, it takes us out of the space we're in into the next space, which is going to be really healing for our fears. And the scripture reference there is Exodus 33:15. Um, the scripture says, Then Moses said to him, If your presence doesn't go with us, do not send us up from here. Okay? Now, that is just, it speaks eons. Because we know that Moses was about to get so many promises. The people were going to get so many promises. And in the scripture, God's like, All right, if you guys want this, go get it. Just go without me. And Moses is like, we don't want it without you. Don't get it twisted. We want this, but we also want your presence. And if your presence doesn't go with us, we don't want it. And that's the same thing. I could have been on my way in an Uber to the ER, leaving this place that God told me to be to get filled up. And I would have been completely just like all up, all over the place. So I want to say the presence of God, inviting in the presence of God is most important when you're in your moments of fear. You got to pause and invite him in. And that's like the way I did it with the worship music. I took that second to invite God's presence into the circumstance that I was going through because I really had no other choice. <laughs> I really had no other choice. I knew I wasn't supposed to leave. So I'm like, okay, Lord, if I'm going to be here, I need you here with me. And if he's going to be over there, I need you here with him. So inviting Holy Spirit in God's presence into where you are um, is the third P in the presence of God. Our fourth point, okay? The fourth P to overcoming our fears is to point to God. Now, this is different than the presence of God. We invited the presence of God in, in our moments of fear, being like, Lord, if I'm feeling fear, then mm, you ain't here and I need you here. So I'm going to invite you in and do what I have to do to do that. The scripture reference we have, though, for point to God is Job 11, verse 13 to 15. Now, this verse, I'll read it for you guys. It says, yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand, and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then you will lift your face without shame and you will stand firm without fear. So this point to God, it just reminds us that who, of who God is. And it says to us, if we devote our heart to him, if we stretch out our hands to him, if we allow no evil to take place in our tent, then we can lift our head up without shame and without fear. And that for me, it just kind of all encompasses all four of these points here. We want to point back to God. And I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be hatred. I know there's times when we don't have enough to point back to God. And that's why when I was going through what I was going through this past weekend with my son, I had to go to Ramey and say, hey, SOS sis, 
Like, I need to be pointed back to God. And she surely did. So again, shameless plug, get you a mentor, get you a therapist, someone that can be with wise in, in their Bible and remind you of who God is in his character and his nature. So those are my four P's to overcoming our fears, ladies and gentlemen. So number one, to recap, we want to praise God. We want to, number two, pace with God. Number three, we want God's presence, the presence of God. And number four, we're going to point to God. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So while I'm wrapping up, I have to come back and tell y'all now how the story ended with Caleb. So right now he does have a cast on. He's going to have a cast on for three weeks and it is just a broken radius in his right hand and his right wrist. Um, and so that is like really a new journey that we're on because I've never had a kid with a broken anything or I never broke anything. So, you know, it's really interesting to do that. So obviously when there's an accident, there's a little bit of an investigation that happens depending obviously on the size of the accident. So when my husband and I did our investigation of what happened, you know, talking to the people, the neighbors, they were amazing. They jumped on in and made sure she didn't leave and go anywhere. You know, um, when we did our investigation, it turned out, guys, that my oldest son, Caleb, in all his awesomeness, was being disobedient. Now, he was being disobedient in the sense of my husband told him not to be in the street. He told all the kids that were with us that day not to be in the street. And everyone listened except my son. He was trying to catch up with his friends on his bike and um which we do let him ride around the neighborhood and he was trying to catch up with his friends he banged a left took that left and um ends up run running into a moving car that was going the opposite direction now he ran into the side of it so that's why the it wasn't that much of a um a, as much damage as it could have done to him um but that was kind of what ended up happening now, if we can just take a moment to just like put that in perspective, how many times have we put ourselves in a position where we cause the issue, <laughs> where we cause the anxiety, where we cause the fear, where we was there, we knew we shouldn't have been, or we were doing all the things that we know we're not supposed to do. And we end up with this now consequence, right? It's, it's really one of those things that make me have to pause because it's like God is so faithful and he's so gracious to us that it doesn't even matter if you're the one who caused the fear or you're the one who caused the anxiety. He's still gracious enough to pull us out of the deep. He's still um, like kind enough to take away our anxieties when we ask, like so loving. So this is something that I'm now having to like talk to my kid about. And this is something that I have to go through as well because there's so many emotions of like, I wanna wish I was there or there's feeling of condemnation because I wasn't there. And it's like, bro, how I can't be everywhere at all times. But if I release my kid to the Lord, then I can come back to the Lord and be like, okay, what's going on here? And so, yes, now we're having to have these conversations of like, hey, you gotta be obedient, bro. Because if you're not obedient, then how could like, you be under, like, protected. How? You know, mommy and daddy, we know things. So, literally, it just goes to show us that even if it's our mistake or something that we picked up, God is still gracious enough to do um, all that he can do for us. So, 
It is time for our push point, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the push point. And of course, we're talking about a lot of things tonight, but our push point today, guys, is simple. The push point is big fear, bigger God. Okay? Big fear, bigger God. So I think that just kind of all encompasses what we were talking about, guys. It really does. Like our fears are massive and my fear of being in control or not being in control and what I can handle and what I could do is the deepness of this experience for me. So I want you guys to take a moment. Think about our push point. What is your big fear? What is your big fear? And what is that big fear saying to you? I want you guys to take a moment to identify that fear that you could have and get that thing in your mind. I'm going to say a prayer for us that's going to end this time because I really feel like the fear of failure is a big thing in us as people of faith. We know God is good. We know that he can do, we can do all things with him, but somehow the fear of failure stops us. And so I want to kind of attack that thing today. So get the thing in your mind that you are needing to overcome the fear of. Get it in your mind right now because we're going to be able to just attack that thing. So Father God, I thank you so much for this moment. I thank you, God, that we're able to come together and talk about our big fears and attack the things that we know are stopping us from progressing in the spirit, that are stopping us from being who you have called for us to be. Right now, I just pray that we will learn how to be still, God, when it comes to um, when it comes to um, being in a moment of fear or being in a place that paralyzes us or cripples us. Lord, I pray that you will just release the anxiety that we have over the thing that we're thinking about. And I pray we'll all learn how to surrender it to you in all of the ways, God. Not that we can have control, Father, but that you have control and that your will be done. So today I speak over these women, men and women listening, Father. And I pray that while our fears are big, God, we know that you are bigger. In Jesus' name, amen. So ladies and gentlemen, it was a great time. I'm getting a little greasy as I sit here. It was a great time. Thank you so much for joining in episode three of The Pressing Place. Know where you can come to talk about real faith in real life, okay? Get it together with me, okay? <laughs> Make sure you share this podcast or this YouTube channel. Uh, like, share, comment, send me messages. I want to hear how you guys uh, felt about this talk today. Um, yes, and until we meet again, press on.